0: Of St. Louis Original Podcast. We've got everything you need to know from across the St. Louis region tonight. The news team has been out, and this is STL All Local. Our top local story on this Wednesday, June 28th, wildfire smoke relief is coming soon, says KMOX meteorologist Dave Murray. Michael, the smoke and haze continues to be a concern as we go into the evening hours, especially from St. Louis east across the state of Illinois. But the good news, the winds are starting to shift to the west-southwest. That's going to move this crud out of our area as we head into the holiday weekend. So things are getting better.
1: This is KMOX Health Editor Fred Bottomer. An HSHS Illinois pulmonologist warns of the effects of inhaling all this Canadian wildfire smoke. Dr. Brian Reichert says it can be a problem for everyone, not just those with health issues. Uh, respiratory irritation can occur, such as coughing, wheezing, shortness of breath, sore throat, you know, it can decrease the amount of oxygen available with increased smoke inhalation, um, essentially sometimes causing the sensation of breathlessness, dizziness, confusion, uh, is also prone to irritating the eyes and nose as well as causing headaches and dizziness. The doctor says you should use air filters indoors. and if you have to go outside,
0: the n ninety five mask you use during the pandemic, can be very helpful when it comes to wildfire smoke. There is more contamination in Coldwater Creek, but this has nothing to do with radiation.
1: Boeing spilled about 1,000 gallons of contaminated water into Coldwater Creek Tuesday near Lambert Airport. The federal EPA says they are working with the aircraft maker on how it happened, how much may have gotten into the creek water, and how to clean up the contamination of chromium compounds. The metallic contaminant is not considered very toxic. The spill came from Boeing's on-site wastewater treatment plant, and the company says the release has been mitigated. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News.
0: A trio of ballot measures were filed with the Secretary of State today intending to ask voters to let local jurisdictions set their own gun regulations. Former State Senator Joan Bray of the group Sensible Missouri says the idea is to give communities local control over how firearms are regulated.
1: We have three versions that uh, we're considering, and we're going to do some... Uh, research to figure out which one
2: is most likely to appeal to people.
0: One version would limit local control to just the metropolitan areas of St. Louis and Kansas City. Another covers any urban area and the third would let all counties make local choices. Bray says they're aiming for the November 2024 ballot. KMOX continues following developments in the five teens pictured with guns who St. Louis police say were connected with the mass shooting downtown nearly two weeks ago.
1: St. Louis Police Sergeant Charles Wall says all five have been identified and they're all juveniles, but so far. Forth- are no charges and still free. Investigators really need the assistance of people that were at that party that may have seen something, that know something. Really, no amount of information is too little information at this point. That We're still trying to put all the pieces of this puzzle together. Camelux wanted to know if the parents of the five youths have been contacted. While Wall did not have definite numbers, he says some are involved. Any information could be vital to assisting the investigators determine exactly what happened inside of. The fifth floor of that building. Do you have any idea how many actual shooters there were that night? Based on ballistic evidence recovered from the scene, there were multiple weapons that were fired. The exact number I don't have.
0: Maria Kina
1: like News.
2: Uh, 1 a.m. downtown is no place
0: for an unsupervised 15-year-old. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones asks regional leaders to expand the youth outreach through recreation centers to divert young people from flocking downtown after the recent shooting. Reaction from St. Louis County Executive Sam Page.
1: Well, I think every community um, should be revisiting their youth programming this summer. I'm sure we will in St. Louis County, and I think um, she's made a good point that um, downtown St. Louis probably isn't the right place for unsupervised 15-year-olds at the early hours of the morning.
0: Jones is hoping more teenagers will go to the city's rec centers for DJs, food trucks, photo booths, basketball, and more. Page is weighing in on last night's vote by the St. Louis County Council to double their salary.
1: It's within their prerogative to determine their salaries. That's so uh, the, the folks in St. Louis County voted on that charter amendment. Yeah, if they're passed. worth the money. I think they provide an important service to San Louis County.
0: Under the plan, which all six council members voted to pass, council members' salaries would jump from 20000 to 40000 a year. Starting after the incumbents face their next election, the council chair would get 50000 The KMOX business desk, it looks like there are no plans in the foreseeable future to widen Highway 21 in Jefferson County from Hillsborough to DeSoto. Jefferson County Executive Dennis Gannon says the East-West Gateway Council of Governments doesn't see it as a top priority for spending federal highway money. I will just tell you, I go... I drive Highway 21 twice a day the part that's that's not been improved. And there's still a sign that's laying in the field there that says Blood Alley. No complaints about the lack of highway funding from Madison County, Illinois. Board Chairman Kurt Prenzler says the highways feeding a major warehouse district are good and about to get better.
1: Well, actually, I think we've been the recipient of a lot of good projects in Madison County. Right now, we have the 270, the bridge over the Mississippi on 270 that's been that's being done. That's a huge improvement.
0: Over the past 10 years, Madison County has seen 30 million square feet of way- warehousing, and logistics development in the Gateway Commerce area near 255 and 270. as we continue on KMOX, it's a big week for the General Motors Wentzville Assembly Plant, 40th anniversary of the big uh, jobs driver for the St. Louis Metro, and a tour and a talk about economic development uh, centered around Wentzville Assembly Advanced Manufacturing. Joining us right now on KMOX is Greater St. Louis CEO Jason Hall, also the Executive Director of Wentzville Assembly, Lamar Rucker. Thank you, Jason and Lamar, for joining us.
2: Thank you for having us. Great to be with you.
0: So, Lamar, first of all, I want to start with you uh, for this tour today. What did you show these economic development officials? Uh, and and just give us an introduction. Remind us, you know, how many jobs, what's built, uh, what's happening in Wentzville?
2: So we, as Jason alluded to earlier, we are coming into um, $1.5 billion investment. So we just transitioned to the new Colorado Canyon that's taking the, the storm with the c- customers out there. Um, We had the opportunity to show them part of our assembly process and general assembly today. And more importantly, we have some great conversations about what united synergies we could have to work in conjunction to support not only what we're doing here at GM, um, but what we need to do as a community to continue to build and foster positive momentum in the greater St. Louis region.
0: Yeah, Jason, we've heard so much about whether it's reshoring, uh, especially with semiconductors and the, the federal support there, or uh, new products like EV batteries. What are the factors that these companies look for when they they make these site selection decisions, and what can St. Louis do uh, to better position itself for that?
1: Well, it's days like today that continue to us to position ourselves strongly. We have got to be a place that is opening our arms to manufacturing and say you've got a home here, a community here, and and we're ready to do that. You've got to have the infrastructure investments. You know, we're making massive upgrades coming off this legislative uh, session, Governor Parsons' leadership, getting Highway 70 done, I mean leading by example with our infrastructure. You have to have systems and training So that when these big, massive investments like this come here in GM and James Hardy and AFG and some of the other big wins that we're coming off of as a region, we got to be able to supply that skilled workforce. And that requires the the, the training programs and the partnerships that were on display here today and figuring out how we strengthen those connections. That makes us a great competitive site and we can take that to market and capitalize on more of these deals where we're getting St. Louis out there to aggressively compete for these jobs and capital investment.
0: Yeah, Jason, we just uh, talked on Monday with Boeing about how they've expanded in St. Louis uh, to commercial uh, aircraft uh, parts for the wing, uh, for the 777X for the first time. Uh, And Lamar, when it comes to uh, the greater impact that uh, the Wentzville Assembly Plant has on the, the Wentzville area, what can you talk about in terms of it's not just the folks who go to work physically in the factory itself who have the economic impact felt from this?
2: No, that's a great question. We just discussed that in the forum today, too. Oxford just released a study showing the economic impact that the GM facilities, not just Wentzville but the one in Kansas City, have on the Missouri area. And I don't know, I'm still diving through the detail on that, but it's a significant impact of the area. I know ourselves, our contribution via taxes and just the jobs, as we had other companies in here to support us, their investments, the impact is probably close to three out of every nine or three out of every eight people has some ties to one of us in this community. And remember, we're a global company, so we only, not only are we just in the Winsville area, but we're also regional. We have suppliers in the St. Charles area. We have suppliers in the St. Louis area and the outskirts of this area itself. So it's a huge impact um, that sometimes I think goes unrecognized because the, 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 the the fingers are so strong out there in terms of who we touch. But it's a great question. I appreciate you answering that, asking that.
0: Yeah, and another question, uh, what kind of impact? We've seen some national headlines with the various automakers, the recalibration with EVs. Uh, what kind of impact do you expect uh, electrification to have on Wentzville Assembly?
2: I think that there's an opportunity. And as a company, we're always exploring and studying what opportunities by plant I think that the first thing we need to understand is the product we currently make for General Motors rates us in the second or third largest plant in the corporation, so that's huge, and our and our contribution to the cor- corporation is huge. And we're on record saying that we will be all EV by 2035, but we will build a, a mixture of ice and electrical vehicles throughout this period. So our contribution right now is ice and internal combustion, but I would see us making a transition at some point, hopefully, over to a, a, electrified vehicles.
1: You know, look ahead to another big manufacturing win and where – just being a region that is is speaking with one voice being bold and and capitalizing on our victories you know we've uh, ICL a company that has significant operations here but getting that Lufthansa flight better connecting ourselves uh, to the global leadership in Tel Aviv, put us in a strong position um, for that. Uh, the EV facility that will be coming to the Carondelet neighborhood, you know, north of $400 million. So um, I think just reminding ourselves we are global leaders in, in, in transportation.
0: Jason Hall, Greater St. Louis, Inc., Lamar Rucker, Wentzville Assembly Plant Executive Director. Thank you both so much for your time.
1: Thank you for having us. Appreciate it, Michael.
0: Subscribe to STL, all local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.